Hey guys, welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. Today I have guest Lara to talk about her own store that she opened up as a junior in college called Ludovica. I will have her Instagram at down below so that you're able to shop online for her products or if you're local by her store, you can go and shop online. This podcast was amazing because it really does show how high your potential is and she does such a good way of describing how to take the first step to starting your own business. You know, there's no excuses if you want to get something done. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and let's go ahead and get started and meet our guest. Hi, I'm Lara. I am the owner of Ludovica in Westwood, New Jersey, which is a small women's boutique. Mm -hmm. Um, I sell clothes, accessories, shoes, jewelry, um, just like the general, you know, everyday Mm -hmm. wear, casual wear, fast fashion, stuff like that. How long did you, like, how long has it been since you've had Ludo? Um, I opened in March, 2014. So this year will be seven years. Wow. Were you in college or you just graduated? I was actually in college. So I opened, I think it was my junior year. I had just turned 20. Mm -hmm. Uh, the month before we opened and I you know was still in college while I was doing it because Mm -hmm. my parents were like very for getting a college education whether the business worked out or not so I you know stuck through and I got my bachelor's degree Mm -hmm. that's crazy that I didn't know you did it while you were in college I thought you did it when you graduated how did you have nope I was in college wow how did you have the time to take classes and also start a business It was hard at first. Mm -hmm. Eventually, I just was able to find classes that were mainly virtual. So like Mm -hmm. all online classes that made it easier. Uh, I guess like starting the store, it wasn't crazy busy to to begin with. So like there is a lot of downtime when you're sitting there, you can Mm kind of like be on your laptop, do your homework. So I was able to do that. And then also, you know, obviously doing the virtual classes helped. Um, But then the times that I was actually having to go and commute to Ramapo and like go to class and meet mm-hmm. with like groups for projects and stuff like that my mom would watch the store or um at the time I had a manager that was you know kind of running the store a little bit when I wasn't there mm-hmm. just because my parents were like you can't be here every single day all day obviously so let's hire somebody and you know until you get like on your feet fully and you're graduated and then you can do it by yourself so that was yeah. like my initial you know startup situation Wow, that's crazy. Because I'm, tw- I just turned twenty, and I'm a junior at Ramapo too. So like, I'm in the exact situation. Oh yeah, and I yeah. cannot picture starting a company. Like, I can't even. I'm like taking all my time applying to internships, and working on my portfolio. I couldn't even imagine starting up a whole clothing company Honestly, by my own. It was so impulsive. Mm-hmm. I didn't like have a plan to start. I kind of just was like, I don't know. The idea was like thrown at me, and I took the opportunity. Like very impulsively so I also like I'm not I never obviously regret the decision but I do I am a little jealous of like you let's say because you get to like sit there and like plan out you know kind of like what you want to do and where what internship you're going to get and like what you're who you're going to work for and it's like you have that like ambition to do all that whereas like for me, I kind of just like threw myself into something. And obviously, thank God it worked out. Like I'm yeah. happy where I am. But yeah. um, I didn't really get that like experience. Like I wasn't like my gra- my college graduation. I like didn't even care. I was already like a yeah. year and a half into the business. And like, I, just, I already like, know what I'm doing. Yeah, like it wasn't like exciting for me. So I kind of mm-hmm. missed out on that a little bit. But I'm obviously happy. 
yeah, where I am now. I mean, but, if it was the other yeah. way around, I like me, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so jealous that you created this at a junior. So yeah, no matter what we have, we want something else. But that's so impressive Always. that you created at your junior year. I had no idea. I thought you were like like 23 when you created it at least. So that's no, insane. No. Yeah, I was, I was so young. Mm-hmm. And you. how did you know like you wanted to do fashion, especially as a junior? Some people don't even have their majors declared um, at that age. I honestly, since high school or even before that, it was just always like a passion of mine, whether like I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go in the industry, whether it was like buying, styling, designing. Um, and then I just was working in different like fashion settings. So I yeah. worked in a boutique in Ridgewood in high school. And then I got an internship at a showroom in the city mm-hmm. for a summer. So I got to see that end of it. But I really liked that like small boutique feel. So mm-hmm. I was like comfortable there. I liked going to the shows at Javits Center and like buying all the clothes, picking yeah. them out, trying to figure out like trends and like what people would like to wear for the season. Stuff mm-hmm. like that really got me like thinking about doing it for the future. I didn't anticipate that it would happen when I was like 20. But yeah. it was definitely something that I was always interested in. And my parents were kind of just like, it's not 100% yet. So just go to school for business. And Mm -hmm. like, see where it takes you. Because if you get a business degree, you can work in any industry, whether it's fashion, whether you know what I mean, like, you can Mm -hmm. kind of like, go anywhere. Um, If I was going to get a fashion degree, they felt like I was very, like stuck to the industry. And if I couldn't find a job somewhere, then I was Mm -hmm. screwed. So they kind of pushed me towards that. So I got my bachelor's in marketing at Ramapo. Wow, that's literally what I'm doing right now. I'm getting my bachelor's. That's in so funny. Po. Yeah, I, oh had, I didn't even know you went to Ramapo. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I that's commuted. really funny. And I just think it's yeah. crazy that like you manage the time too. So like, aside from applying, like you know, like I said, I'm working right now on applying to internships and everything. But how do you even balance like finals week and having a boutique? Like, were there, so like, were you very strict on you know I have to do this at this time and everything? Yeah, I was like I was like thrown into this so quickly and Mm -hmm. I just like made the transition and told myself like if you're gonna make this work you have to be dedicated like I never Mm -hmm. had like weekends anymore like my Mm -hmm. Saturdays I was at the store every single weekend because I wanted to like get to know the customers that was my full day off from school so I would go Mm -hmm. to the store all day on Saturdays come home study do what I needed to do Sundays I also had to figure out like when I was going to do homework and study that was you know the day for that so I was very like strict on myself like I kind of stopped letting myself like have fun in a way because Mm -hmm. I knew like I loved the store so much and I wanted to make it work so badly that I was like you know what just suck it up for a few years and see where it can take you and it'll be worth it like I was very about the store and if people wanted to like hang out or do something and I wasn't available because of it I was just mm-hmm. like you know what just do it it's fine like get over it you know yeah, what I mean you like I really had that like strict mentality yeah I I was very like very much like that so mm-hmm. that helps I mean I can say now that all those years of me saying no and like not being able to go out or do the things that I like really wanted to do with my friends or my family or whatever Mm-hmm. are honestly so worth it because now yeah. I have like a really good team at the store where I can take off a few days if I want or I can take a Saturday off and 
like enjoy myself and mm-hmm. be comfortable doing all these things. So that was very worth it for me. And I say like having a plan like that and being strict on yourself and dedicating your time to the things that you want to do are so important. Yeah, of course. And right now, like at least your Instagram is also a big advertising for you. So your company's growing more and more. Like I remember once um, we were together and someone that was delivering our food is wearing a sweatshirt from your boutique. Yeah. So like, oh my gosh, it, like I remember that. that was so funny. I was like, so in shock. Were there moments like that where you're like, oh my God, I made it. Like, yeah, people know me. Uh, stuff like that. And then also just like, like seeing people out wearing the sweatshirts. I'm just like, yeah. it still shocks me. Or even just mm-hmm. like my family and friends that wear them. Yeah. Like, I, I have like where- three in my closet right now. Yeah, like, I know, and it it just blows my mind how so many people have them, like, the other day, I forget who it was, but I, I don't know, I saw them, and, like, it's a person I know, like, a close friend, and they were wearing the sweatshirt, and I was like, oh, nice sweatshirt, and they're like, yeah, I love it, I wear it all the time, and, like, it still shocked me, like, why, why, though, like, why, what's this, like, I know, it's, it's like cute and cool and whatever, like, obviously, it's my brand, I'm trying to, like, push it, but Mm -hmm. it's still, it's really nice to see that yeah. and it makes me feel like good about myself that I was able to accomplish that where like people want to wear my brand name on a sweatshirt mm-hmm. yeah no it's crazy I, I see it all the time just at like a secret Santa last week one of the gifts was your sweatshirt and I was like oh my god oh she's my god. so cool <laughs> wow that's so cool I didn't even know that so that's just yeah. Me so happy. <laughs> yeah it was one that's of the awesome. gifts I think that Instagram and social media expanded your brand a lot or did you not see a huge difference you have a lot of followers on Instagram so do you think it made a big difference as to the purchases you were getting in store or not really a hundred percent um so I realized in the last like year or so especially with quarantine and being closed I sold so much through Instagram in the three months that I was closed because I Mm -hmm. don't have a website I mean I'm I'm working on it that's just like a little you know um I'm working on getting back online in that sense but you know, at the time I didn't have a site, so people couldn't order online and I accept mm-hmm. orders through DM. And I didn't realize how many people really keep up with the Instagram until that time, because mm-hmm. I was getting like 30 to 40 DMs a day of customers that I recognize that come into the store and new customers that were finding me through ads because I would promote my Instagram, you know, posts yeah. and pay for, for promotions because I knew people were sitting home and on their phones all day. So I was like, if I'm going to put the money into it, like I might as well do it now because Mm -hmm. it's the time that people are shopping online, sitting at home on Instagram, scrolling. If someone sees my ad and I get a sale out of it, that's great. So that really like put it into perspective for me that like, yes, I have like 15,000 followers on Instagram, but you don't actually know who's paying attention or like, Mm-hmm. Who sees your pictures because Instagram the algorithm is so like you know I don't yeah know. I don't know what's place. going on with it but it's yeah, yeah. It's all so I don't know if I'm posting a picture is it worth it like are all these 15,000 people seeing the picture is it like resonating with them so mm-hmm. that made me realize that whether or not people engage with the post they are seeing them so yeah it really pushed me to like like really really put a lot of effort into the Instagram and I just started Mm -hmm. like crazy yeah and I feel like it's really like a lot bigger now like people are starting their companies just from Instagram like that's how they're getting all their advertising it's crazy what's happening it is I know it's becoming like a full business platform 
Yeah, it really is. And I feel like I've seen, I've known like you've done this before. A lot of people, like a lot of influencers will promote boutiques. So how do you start something like that? Because I feel like a lot of people will see it, but they don't know how it actually happens, how people get reached out to and everything. So do you mind explaining just a little bit about how you find influencers to promote your boutique? Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like people think it's harder than it is. It's really Mm -hmm. just a simple message to them, you know, like, hey, I love your photography. I love your pictures. I love your Instagram feed. I love what you stand Mm -hmm. for. I love your style, whatever it is, you know, whatever reason you are attracted to that influencer, you reach out to them, you kind of start like a small conversation like that. And you just say, whether you as a business owner are going to decide to pay the influencer to do a post for you, or if you're just going to compensate them with clothes or jewelry or whatever it is like payment in that way, Mm -hmm. just explain what you want from them and and what you want to get out of it and see what happens. The worst that could happen is that they say no, and then you just move on. So Mm -hmm. for me, I reach out to many of them throughout the week and sometimes I'll get five to six responses that say absolutely I would love to work with you other people are like no because of this reason or that reason or you know I'm expecting this form of payment and let's say I can't make that payment for whatever reason um then it just doesn't work out but it's really that simple like you just have to try and if it doesn't work Mm -hmm. it doesn't work but majority of the time I feel like people are so intimidated by these girls, especially in the industry, like in in the fashion industry and in this like influencer slash blogger world, these girls come off like a little bit intimidating, I would say. So I feel Mm -hmm. like smaller brands are nervous to reach out to them, but it's really like, they're also looking for work. You know what I mean? They Mm -hmm. also want to be seen. So they obviously get excited because, okay, I have 15,000 followers. Let's say they have 10 or 20 or whatever in the same range. They're like, yeah, I would love to work with you and create content for you because I know you're going to repost me on your page and then I'll get visibility from your page. So you're kind of like doing each other a favor in that sense, you know? Yeah, of course. If they create good content, they know I'm going to repost it and then people will find them in that way. So Mm -hmm. it's a plus for both, you know, me and the, the influencer. So yeah that's basically how it works I mean it's it's super simple and then I'll take it from like a direct message on Instagram to a more formal email where I discuss mm-hmm. like terms and you know how what I want from them as far as like a story post or a feed post and then I'll just send pictures of clothes and they choose mm-hmm. what they want I ship it to them and then they get to keep the clothes I have done paid influencer advertising um yeah I I did that for the holidays because I wanted to reach out to bigger influencers with a bigger following so Mm -hmm. I pulled a budget from my advertising budget um like my social media promotions and Facebook ads Mm -hmm. and I put it towards Instagram influencers so I'll probably do that again next year because I feel like it it was worth it um yeah especially in the holidays like Like, I I look for so many Instagram stores and everything during the holidays exactly so like you really want people to like find your store and and spend money there obviously so it's worth it to put in a little bit extra whatever it is whether it's money or you're sending more clothes to people for them to keep it's definitely yeah did you 
when did you start? Like after a year you started sending out to people when your following got bigger or right away did you just start sending or working um, with influencers? At the time that I opened the store, like in 2014, Instagram wasn't really like, there wasn't an influencer community, I would say. It was Yeah, it's true. It was, I don't know, it was simpler than that. There wasn't like a lot of business on Instagram. It was more just like pictures, photography, um, some like, you know, aesthetically, whatever, kind of like Pinteresty type of like photos and stuff like that. It wasn't yeah. really until I want to say like 2016 when I started a site, like a website for the store. Um, and I really tried to push the influencer thing. The site didn't mm-hmm. end up working out for me. Um, so I pulled back on that and I just focused on the store, which was like around 2018. So it's been like two years that I've been consistently working with influencers. Yeah. And that's I feel like that's when like influencers got more. Exactly. exactly. They became more normalized. Yeah. 100%. Like a couple of years ago, it's like if I were to story like what I was doing during the day, people would be like, "What is this? Like, why are yeah. you posting this? It's just exactly. so weird." And now it's like, yeah, it's crazy how it's switched this past couple of years, and it's created so many opportunities for people. Yeah, for sure. What would you say has been, you know, because you started 2014, you were a junior in college, and it all went up. Like now you're, you know, you can't even go anywhere without seeing anyone in a Ludo hoodie. So, what would you say? are some of the hardest things that you had to go through to get where you are now? Like any moments where you were like, oh, maybe this isn't what I want to do. Maybe this isn't worth it or anything like that. Yeah, when I spread myself too thin. So Mm -hmm. when I started a website, I was trying to be like a full like online company that was competing with like Forever 21 and H&M and like all these huge companies. Um, Mm-hmm. And I was trying so hard to compete with them and it wasn't working for me. And I had so much success in the boutique in person, but I was like, why isn't yeah. it transferring to my website? Like, why aren't people shopping online? I do so well in the store. Why can't these people just go online and spend money there too? You know what I mean? I was very mm-hmm. like, yeah. why is it working? So there was a time that, you know, at that point in my life where I was like, maybe this isn't what I want to do anymore. Like maybe I should close the store, move on. Like I was mm-hmm. 23. So I was like, I'm so young. Like I just graduated college. I can go get a job somewhere. I have experience. I can put this on my resume as like an experience in my life. And, you know, I technically had experience in every aspect of the industry. I was buying, I was doing marketing. I was doing social media. I was doing customer service, like sales, you know, everything. So yeah, I was thinking in my head, like, let me put that all on my resume and see where it takes me. Like I'll just, there was a, maybe a month in my life during that time where I was like, I'm going to start applying for jobs. Like I went on LinkedIn and I was looking for jobs. Wow. So wow. Yeah, honestly, and I forgot about that until we like, I just started talking about it right now, but mm-hmm. I'm happy, you know, obviously I stuck it through and, and I was kind of just like, you know what, let me lessen the burden and maybe close the website and really push the store more and, and put more effort into the store and see where that takes me. And I mm-hmm. feel like, that has really kind of created the path that I'm going on where I'm like, a lot of people are always like, Oh, are you going to open another store? You should open like a second location, a third location. Like, are you excited to like do all this? And yes, I will when the time is right. But Mm -hmm. right now I'm very content with what I have and I am, you know, I'm happy and I'm successful. And 
that's enough for me right now. I'm, I don't mm-hmm. want to try myself too thin again and then feel like I can't handle it or like, why isn't it working? Like, don't fix yeah. it. It's not broken. You know what I mean? Like the store is great. Mm-hmm. I still go to one store. I don't need two or three or four to drive myself crazy mm-hmm. and be like upset if it doesn't work out. So yeah. that's kind of like when I felt like maybe this wasn't for me, but I pushed through mm-hmm. it and I, I made it work. So that's awesome. Do you think there's any, like you just said, like you don't want to spread yourself too thin. You don't want to worry about like what's way in the future, but do you ever create like maybe small goals for yourself like every week like oh I want to sell this much of this product or you know do you ever do anything like that towards your company yeah 100% um I feel like I have weekly goals and I have monthly goals mm-hmm. as far as sales go obviously I'm always trying to match my previous month um no I'm always trying to match you know like this year's January to last year's January or my best January in the seven years that I've been in business. You know, I'm always trying to up my sales, of course. Um, But I also have Mm -hmm. smaller goals. Like social media is like where I really try to focus on. And I obviously am trying to grow the page as much as possible. Um, Every month I try Mm -hmm. to add two new influencers that I work with on Instagram. I'll always try to like change up my marketing strategy. Like sometimes I'll send a lot of email blasts in a month and sometimes I'll send mm-hmm. like one or two and kind of like see what works better like you always have to change it up yeah. there's no you know and you could set a goal and then realize like that goal is just maybe not realistic or you need to take mm-hmm. a, like a step back so yeah I definitely yeah. have goals like I have goals that I write down that I know are realistic I have goals in my head obviously that like I think about and I'm like in a year or two years I would like love to be here um, but mm-hmm. it's, I feel like the smaller goals that get you to the bigger goals. So I try to focus on like, yeah, my day to day, my weekly, you know, like that type of stuff. If I can accomplish that, I feel like the bigger stuff will just come when it's like meant to be. Yeah. Of course. Do you ever think about, I was thinking about it when you were talking about taking different marketing strategies. Do you ever think about advertising your stuff on TikTok? Cause I see little boutiques that blow up with these TikTok trends of their outfits. And I'm like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden, like their Instagram has so much more recognition. Do you ever think of going towards TikTok for advertising? Um, I actually just created an account last week, like for the store. Oh, wow. So I mm-hmm. am hiring my little cousin, Jenna. That's awesome. Um, I want to do a quick fire round. But before we do that, is there anything else you want to talk about? Maybe if someone my age if I wanted to start a boutique what would you tell me because you were saying it kind of got thrown at you and you kind of just jumped into it and you're like okay this is what I want to do I'm doing it but let's say someone my age is also interested in following your path what are some things you'd recommend for them to take the first step and to actually start honestly I know this is really cliche but just do it like just literally I can't explain it but honestly I've learned in life that you just have to take the step and do it like if, there, if it's something you really, really, really want and you're willing to put the time and effort and work hard and, and you're mm-hmm. motivated towards it, then you can accomplish it. Like, I've seen so many people that are like, I want this, I want this, like, I want to become this, I want to open this, I want to create this. And the people that yeah. spend all of their time pushing for their goals end up achieving them mm-hmm. and I feel like it's like you're only young once and if you take the risk and it doesn't work out at least you're young like you don't have a lot to lose and yeah. that was my of course. like my parents whole mentality with 
opening the store for me because obviously they helped me. I didn't open it by myself. Um, Mm -hmm. They were like, listen, you live at home. It's okay. Like, let's invest this amount of money. If you lose it, it's all right. Like, you're young. You know, you you have other opportunities. Like, you can go out, find a job, figure it out, graduate, do whatever you need to do. So it's really just about taking the risk and putting a lot of effort into it. Nothing comes easy. And like I said, Mm -hmm. all of the, you know, sacrifices I had to make as far as like not going out or not doing what I really wanted to be doing at that time, because I was in college. And obviously, when you're in college, you want to go out and you want to like have fun and be with your friends and go to parties and all that stuff. Like, you just have to suck it up and really, really push for the goal. It's it's about Mm -hmm. having a plan, you know, like, this is my goal. This is what's going to get me to that goal. And you just have to do it. Like, there's no other way for me to explain how to get someone to do something that they want to do. I feel like if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally I'm like a firm believer. And if you want to get something, you really just have to start. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like especially at this age in your 20s, it's like I've created different like a coffee blog. I've yeah. tried creating this like fashion thing or whatever it was. And you know, we are, we're going to fail a lot at this age. Like, it's very normal. Like, of course, you got so lucky with Little Vico because you're like, no, this is what I want to do. Like, I'm starting, it's happening, yeah. and it's going to be successful. But m- for most 20-year-olds, it's like you do, like, 10 to 15 things that just fail and don't work out, and people around you are like, are you going to figure out what you're doing yet, you know? Exactly. But it's so normal for us to just figure it out, like, what we want to do. But we can't figure it out if we don't start. Like, if I never started a coffee blog, I would have never known, like, maybe this isn't what I want to do. You know, and it's better than not knowing. So I like how you said, just start. Yep. That's super cool. Yeah, there's no, like, other way. Like, Um, I can't force someone or I can't, like, give you – there's no, like, magical, like, way to figure out how to, like, start what you want to do. You literally just have to start. Like, just do it. Yeah. It's something you want to do to it. And I feel like a lot of people will say, like, I don't know enough about it or, you know, I don't have enough experience, but – that's the whole part of realizing if it's really what you want to do. Like if you really want to do it, you're going to stay up until 2, 3 a.m. researching. How do I find factories to manufacture clothing? Yep. How do I, you know, lease a location? hundred percent. It's all like a part of the process. Yeah. And it's a learning process. Um, I mean, even now, like mm-hmm. it'll be seven years in March that I have been open and I'm like still learning things. Like I, every month I'm still like, oh my gosh, wait, wow. Like why did I never think of this? Why didn't I? you know, this is something new for me, or this is something that I never experienced before. And now I'm experiencing it in mm-hmm. the business. So it the learning never ends. That's another thing too. Is exactly. like, the limit never right. stops too. You're yeah. never going to be 100% ready. And you're never going to know 100% of the things you need to know to achieve the goals. But mm-hmm. everything will like fall into place as long as you continue to work hard. That's like exactly what you need. Yeah. And there's like just so much ahead of you too. Like yeah. you said, you can open five stores 10 years from now. Like you have no idea. Yep. And there's just so much to look forward to. And I think that's it's just so fun and so inspiring to hear about because you were so young when you started. And everyone, most people that are going to be listening to this will probably be in college and they're going to be like, oh my God, like if I opened a store right now, I would go insane. Yeah. So I think it's so cool that you did that because I had no idea. Thank you. Um, okay, so we're going to get into quick fire. Okay. So I'm just going to answer you, uh, ask you about five questions, and then you just, you know, tell me. You can explain them. So the first one is your favorite fashion trend. Either you, you've had it at Ludo or just in general. For the last few years, actually, even since, like, high school, I've always loved blazers. And mm-hmm. in, it, well, when I was in high school, it was, like, a very tailored blazer fit. Like, 
Lord and Taylor type of like businessy like J. Crew yeah. blazers, but I still loved them. Like I would wear mm-hmm. them t shirt jeans and like ballet flats or like you know, that was like my style yeah. at the time. So I, I've always loved blazers and I just recently, obviously the last like two years, have been bringing them into the store and people are finally getting used to the mm-hmm. fact that they're back. But they're obviously much more yeah. oversized now, which I honestly love because I just like to wear my clothes big at this point in my life. I feel more yeah, comfortable that way. Um so mm-hmm. that's my favorite trend and I hope it like never goes away because I I love them. Yeah, no, I love blazers. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite designer clothing brand? Um, probably Isabel Moran. Um, I love her mm. like shoulder pad look. She does a lot of ruffles, which I think is so cute. I like mm-hmm. that it's like she has like a mix of feminine like florally dresses and then she does a lot of like leather belts and leather boots with skirts and stuff like that and then she also mm-hmm. has like the baggy jeans tucked into like a high boot I don't know her style is very oh, like all over the place and so is mine like one day yeah. I'll be wearing like I said a blazer and a t-shirt and the next day I'll be wearing like a leather jacket and combat boots or like a dress mm-hmm. like I'm very every day is like different for me I, I don't have like a specific style and I love that her stuff is, yeah. is all over the place, too. Mm-hmm. That reminded me, um, have you ever been to, like, a fashion show or anything? Honestly, or, like, had your own, like, showcase? I've never. Like, I've never been to New York Fashion wow. Week or – which is crazy. I just – honestly, by the time I was, like, able to figure out how to get there and go, like, in college, I had the store. So I just never had time to, like, leave the store and go. You know what yeah. I mean? I've just been so tied up. That's true. But – I would love to go, mm-hmm. obviously, when things, like, open back up. Yeah. Do you have show – I remember once you posted on Instagram, was it, like, a showcase for Luda yeah. where you present your clothes? Um, so it was – I won Best Boutique in Bergen County. I think it was 2018 um, mm-hmm. in Bergen Magazine. So they do a huge, like, festival yeah. at um, MetLife Stadium. I'm pretty sure it was. And – Oh, wow. They did a fashion show. So it was my clothes that were in the fashion show. So that was really cool because it's like all over, you know, people come from all over Bergen County and like huge businesses are there. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Oh, wow. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, okay. Question three. What's a fashion trend you hope never comes back into style? Low rise jeans. Oh, yeah. Me too. Oh, I, I was hoping you would say it. I feel like, and they're coming back. I know. It's scary, but they're coming but back. I can't do it. Like, comfort wise they're horrible mm-hmm. like you can't yeah, bend or you anything bend. you sit down you're like butt your butt cracks out like i can't, yeah. I can't do it <laughs> I, know. I don't understand how they're coming no back. i don't either mid-rise high-rise like that's comfortable for me and honestly i think yeah. the look is so cute like when high-rise jeans first came into mm-hmm. style i remember like urban outfitters was the first brand to really do that and american apparel mm-hmm. like they were so in style so I loved them yeah. ever since the beginning and I've like I threw out all my jeans and I've never looked back like all the low rise ones yeah. I'm so happy that they're you know I hope Same. they don't come back yeah I just started getting into working out and in the morning I know it's like a lot better for you because you start your day like that and everything but I love intense workouts at night like at like 5 or 6 p.m. I love going to the gym and then coming home and just being like completely tired and taking a shower but even then, it's like all day I'm stressed with school or work or whatever it is. And I go to the gym and it's like everything's yep. gone. It's like I'm so free of my anxiety. Yeah, and like so nice. My stress you get that like time for yourself. Such a mind. Yeah, it's so nice. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I give you credit for working Yeah, like out. I'm on the treadmill with my phone over. Yeah, really? I can't. Like there will be days where I'll wake up late 
because I couldn't get up like mm-hmm. I'm tired and I'll tell myself like it's okay just go to work and then come home and you'll work out like at night and I'll come home and I physically can't I just can't I don't know why I like <laughs> I used to be that I way I have to get it done in the morning like I'm so strict about it I honestly I'm jealous. I wish I, wish I, I could I do it in the morning but I'm not I, I wish I could do it in the morning I used to like I used to force myself to do it in the morning and I just realized like I'm a big morning person I love like meditating yeah. and journaling in the morning but I just don't like to work out in the morning. And because I kept forcing myself to try to work out in the morning, I was just never yeah, working like out because I was like, I don't want to do it in the morning. So right. it happens. Exactly. But I enjoy it at night just because I love just coming home, showering, eating my dinner and yeah, because I get so tired and just relaxes me. Nice. I love it. But okay. So the last quick fire is what's a quote that you live by? Um, actually, this is like the easiest one for me. It's a quote that I saw somewhere Mm -hmm. in high school. And I honestly think about it all the time. And I like, I just love it. It makes me feel so good. It's Mm -hmm. God places the heaviest burdens on those who can carry his weight. And it's so true. Like, during all Mm -hmm. my like bad times, bad times, low times, like stressful times, I just like think about that. And I'm like, okay, like God would never give me something that I can't handle. So like I can get through this. Like, I exactly. Like, you know, he places the heaviest burdens on me that he knows I can tackle and handle and figure out and get through. So like it, it just calms mm-hmm. me down. It makes me feel so good. And that's always been like my favorite quote. I honestly, I truly live by that. Yeah. I think that's, and it's so hard to see that when you're in the moment and you're like, no, like why is this happening yeah. to me? There's no good, like there's, I can't grow from this. That's it. It's going to destroy me. But it's really good to have that mindset and be like, no, this wouldn't be on my plate if I couldn't handle it. If anything, I'm going to grow from this and learn yeah, from it. Yeah, 100%. So I love that quote. Thank you. Yeah, so that's all I have. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I loved having you on. Like having someone who started their own company is so cool and I don't really have that planned yeah. yet. So it's really cool that you came yeah. on and talked to I me about that. And it's also cool because we're from the same community. Yeah, I so love that. you're like, you're known for what you do. So I love that. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I hope we can chat again on the podcast soon. And yeah, so bye. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Lara. I loved it so much. It really inspired me to start a new business venture and just take the first step in anything I want to do. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to go in the description, follow me on Instagram so you don't miss a new podcast, and also follow Ludovica so you can look at all her super cute outfits, get some inspiration, and go shopping. Thank you guys again for listening, and I will talk to you in my next episode. Bye!